I mean, digitally wise or even entrepreneurship, you know, there's so, I think some people get overwhelmed with knowing somebody's story and they're so successful and they feel like, welcome back to investing yourself, the digital entrepreneur podcast. I am your host with the most feel better. And today is a super sexy episode of the podcast. I am pleased and so thankful to have Helen Edwards on the podcast from Sexy Freedom Media, an accomplished author, accomplished uh, innovator in the digital marketing space. So without further ado, I'm just going to just shut up and let you guys listen to this amazing conversation and how grateful I am to her. There we go. Awesome. Okay. So the podcast is very simple. It's uh, just a little bit about your story, how you got into the digital entrepreneur world, and that's pretty much it. So thank you again for filling in for my <laughs> my missing guest. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so you're going to be the penultimate of the season. So you're the 28th, I believe, of January you're going to be dropping. So okay. <sighs> I'm in the midst of season two, and I'm like, what season one guest fell out? Oh, no. So I, oh, that's so awesome. Congratulations. Wait, so you're going into season two? Yeah, so we're finishing up season one. Uh, All all of them are recorded except for the guest who was supposed to be like last week. And then season two is also recording at the same time because I was silly and I was like, let's try and record two seasons at once. (laughs) Yeah. Learned my lesson the hard way. Uh, So I'm in the middle. So you're my last season one, which is awesome because it makes life a little easier, but... Anyways, so without further ado, do you want to give yourself a quick introduction, let let the world know who you are, what you do, and all that fun stuff? Yeah. You Are we starting right now? Yeah, we're starting okay. right now. Let's we started go. like five minutes ago. I just didn't <laughs> want to tell you. Let me catch up. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Run up. Run okay. Up. <laughs> yes. So, hey, what's up, everybody? My name's Helen Edwards. I am an author, speaker, uh, yoga instructor, retreat leader, uh, <laughs> Etsy shop owner, <laughs> trick of all trades. I guess you can say wear many hats. That's That's amazing. You're also a podcaster. Can't forget that. Oh, yeah, I'm a podcaster, too. <laughs> <laughs> I had to add one more. <laughs> yeah, just, just add the hats on top, and that's that's amazing. So which what was the first thing you did? Was it was, uh, what was the first thing that you really jumped into? Was it being an author, a yogi, um, yeah, podcaster? Okay. <laughs> what was the first thing that ju- what kicked you into uh, entrepreneurship? Wow, first of all, Phil, nobody's ever asked me that question. I really appreciate it because uh, that's something that's actually pretty extraordinary. So the first thing I actually jumped into, the first hat I started wearing was the uh, speaking hat. I started public speaking um, about 12 years ago, maybe 13 now. I, I, I feel like I've been saying 12 years for so long, maybe it's already jumped a year. <laughs> you know how you got that like line oh, yeah. of you? <laughs> like, yeah, it's been 18 years. That yes. was 18 years ago. I mean, it's been 36 <laughs> years I've been doing this job. Um, time flies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so public speaking, so you were doing the, the this whole circuit? So I jumped into public speaking by accident, kind of because uh, somebody didn't show up. And I was more the person that puts everything together. And then when they didn't show up, I didn't, you know, not to lose face, I how to kind of fill their spot also, which was the spot of public speaking. And mm. it was actually at a shelter. So it was all volunteer work. 
but um, I knew all the material. So the only really person that could stand up there and do it was me. So yeah, I started there, had no nice. public speaking experience, classes, courses, or anything. Just so you just went right like, oh God. And you just took the plunge. You took that 10 seconds of courage. And well, now you're a multi-company owner. So that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was Crazy. at a, so you, uh, you were organizing the event and the person was a no-show or something happened. They didn't show up. You took the, the, the baton and finished up and did a, a apparently an amazing job since now it's like your forte. Um, how did that snowball into being like an Etsy shop owner or author, a pub, uh, everything, hat wearing, fe awesome female entrepreneur? Yeah. So it happened through kind of like a snowball effect, you know, um, you, it's kind of like something, it's kind of like a service you want right mm -hmm. and then you realize like you want it a certain way if you're kind of a perfectionist or like a big time um maybe like some ocd or or super anal about things which i'm all of those things <laughs> <laughs> there's certain ways you want something and like they say if you want something done a certain way do it yourself right mm -hmm. so uh you know i it started off by hiring people or getting people like the speaker on that platform and the vision didn't come out the way I wanted it to. So instead of complaining or finding somebody else, I, I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to figure out how to do it myself. So that's what kind of started me in all of the areas, except the yoga that kind of came unexpectedly itself. Well, it's funny enough. I, I started doing yoga last year and it helped me in my weight loss journey. And yeah. I'm going to be definitely picking it back up. COVID really messed with my yoga, everything. Thank you, COVID. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, um, how has COVID impacted your speaking? Do you still do the speaking tours and that and like? So, okay, yeah, that's a good question too. Um, so the beginning of January 2020, I held a speaking event in Vegas, uh, in-person speaking event um, called Beyond 2020. And uh, it was supposed to be a women's empowerment event and turned into both men and women because both showed up, which is awesome. That's amazing. And uh, it was amazing. It was really great. I had a really great experience. I was on fire and uh, we were about to start planning to do some more. And then I, for some reason, it was just on my heart to maybe take a little tiny break. And mm -hmm. just because I do so many things, I wanted to kind of hold off on planning my next speaking event. And I'm glad I did because that's when the whole COVID and shutdown happened. So I took that opportunity to get out of the city, do some traveling. And then I was like, okay, well, since speaking in, in person is and doing yoga classes and retreats is kind of on hold, what else do I want to do that I can, you know, I'm a big believer in multiple streams of income. Mm -hmm. And I realized, you know, I have, uh, I have my books and I have my apparel and I always wanted an online shop. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do Etsy. So I tried my hand at Etsy and now I have my books or signed copy books, the, the limited, my apparel, a limited edition apparel, <laughs> my, um, my warrior jewelry, I call it made out of, you know, deer antler and elk. Uh, I've oh. got my smudge fan feathers made out of real feathers, real animal, um, fur, everything. Um, you know, that's big on my culture. So yeah. So now I've got a few items already on there. It's doing That's pretty well. That's amazing how you, you, 
you felt it coming and you said i'm going to shift and you did that yeah. full shift and it's it must have your business must have exploded since then it's done pretty good you know it's doing well i miss working with people in person so i'm trying to do you know like a virtual event shift them over to virtual um you know you just you just gotta roll with it and see what works and what doesn't keep tweaking it until you like it and they love it that's that's true like and i love how before you were talking about if it's the quote if it's if it's not perfect for you make it you know and it, it harks back to uh, uh, what Donnie said in the first season, like my first guest, he says like, build it and they will come. And like, you're building your perfect business, the perfect stream of income for you, multiple streams into one that helps you live the life that you want. And you're manifesting it because you took the baton over 12 years ago to do that first public speaking you know I'm pretty yeah. sure you wouldn't, didn't see yourself here 12 years ago or 13 14 years ago how many years you said it was yeah yeah no um I mean I didn't start a business 12 years ago I was more doing it I did volunteer speaking for four years mm. so I didn't think about turning it into a business I actually started a little small one called conscious cool and uh, I really didn't know what I was doing with business. And I had like two full-time jobs, a full-time party schedule, you know? So it was like, I, I didn't really know how to focus and hone in on business and make money for myself until years later, I really started seeing what other people were doing. And I was like, I need to jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. Obviously I started maturing too. <laughs> yeah. You, I, I see that too with my, from my first podcast to this and my more need to, get my life in order so that I could have the, the, the dream that I was dreaming when I was a kid, you know, that financial yes. freedom dream, you know, that mm -hmm. we all have, that our parents tell us, you can be whatever you want. Just go down and be a lawyer instead, or be a banker, <laughs> you know, that's the safer yeah. thing. Become one of those. Mm -hmm. And I think our generation is really seeing that change, that the unhappiness. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. a lot of people are shifting their mindset into like, how can I be happier? Like mm -hmm. money isn't the goal, but money brings me to the happiness, you know, like if I can just get my minimal happiness of money, I can move on and do everything else I want to then to find that passion. Yes. Yes. So you started a year ago, right? Your so, podcast? Two so years ago? I, I mean, we're kind of uh, talking about this. <laughs> um, my first podcast was about four years ago. I've been podcasting about five years. Awesome. Uh, yeah. My first podcast was a, a movie podcast about uh, movies and TV and entertainment did that for a solid three to four years and then 2020 happened and it burnt me out hmm. and then I started going to therapy and like healing and in November of last year I was like I'm doing it again I'm, I'm gonna do a podcast I want to figure out how these people live that like the digital entrepreneur how do they do it so yes. I started this podcast for it and I, I've been getting amazing guests. My season two guests are, I'll tell you off air, but like, oh my God, <laughs> what I have yeah, so I know. far. It's exciting. I know the feeling. <laughs> you, you're like, oh, this is cool. I got this one guest and then this one guest turns into this other guest. And then all of a sudden you're speaking with like Fortune 500 CEOs and you're like, how, how did yeah. that happen? Yeah. And so like that, that's been great. Like this podcast is gotten me in touch with a lot of people and a lot of amazing mindsets like the 
the last couple of uh, episodes I have had, I've had a lot of people with mindset and mindfulness and manifestation mindsets. And so it's mm. like, yeah, I think that's where the world is kind of like going to. People are learning that their mind is more powerful than what we would like to believe. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree with that. I like what you said about having the guests. I can feel your energy and how excited you get. And I, I feel the same way as a podcaster myself. I've been doing mine for about three years. And I remember because I've got my hand in so many pockets, I once told my friends about mm, two years ago, I was like, I'm going to stop doing this. Like this podcast is a waste of time. I'm not making any money off of it. I just feel like it's something I was doing for fun. And now it's just become like a little bit of a weight I'm dragging around. Like, oh, I got to do a podcast. I wasn't enjoying it. Mm. And then a friend of mine said, you know, you need to just keep doing it. You need to keep going with it and, and just, you know, find ways to make it work for you. It's free marketing and all. She just made a lot of great points. And then I realized something really important about podcasting that kind of shook me. And same with the book and a lot of the other uh, things I do on social media is I realized it's a capsule. It's a memory capsule. And, um, you know, when I lost my brother a few years ago, I search online all the time looking for little tidbits of new things he said, things he wrote. And I realized if anything happened to me or if anything happened to anybody I love, you know, out there, I really hope I can just, you know, stalk them, <laughs> stalk their, their profiles, listen to their voice on, you know, if they got podcasts or YouTube channels, like I'm always encouraging it now just because it is more of a capsule, um, a kind of like a legacy you're leaving behind, mm -hmm. a digital it, legacy. It is. It's, it's amazing because it's, it's the first time in, in human history that we have the ability to do quick video as well as quick audio capsulation. Like if we think back in the like the early 1900s, the photograph, how long it took the, the photograph to develop and then it got the, the instant camera, then we got the big, huge VHS video cameras to now it's in your cell phone. Like you have a whole department of production in your phone yes. and the, so, and like they said, 24 hours are uploaded every minute on YouTube. Yeah, so it's like, fascinating. It's, it's amazing. Like, obviously, if YouTube goes down, that's all disappears. But like we, we're going on that YouTube won't. The history that's going to be recorded for anthropologists and sociologists going forward, they, they, they don't have to wonder, what were they thinking at this time? <laughs> Hold on. This is this is this is it. They're on this PewDiePie thing. We don't know what PewDiePie <laughs> is, but we know it was a cultural event. And, yeah. And even going with like the COVID, like it's it's a we have a historical mark. Before we had the pictures, the written word for the flu of uh, the Spanish flu, but now we have like live updates about like what happened, and it's it's a time capsule for our future generations to learn about us. Like now we don't have to hear yes. these stories. Like, oh, yeah, so your great-grandfather, he was kind of a good guy, you know, great stand-up guy. No, here, listen to how great your grandfather was. Like, here's a story yes, from Yes, listen. Mm-hmm. I love mm -hmm. that. Yeah, so my, my dad got us as a gift. Uh, every Christmas we read The Night Before Christmas. And yeah. and he recorded the uh, the story for us for to give to our kids. And my sister just recently had a, a, a son. And every... Oh, wow. Yeah, so like congratulations, new thank uncle. You. Oh, oh, I'm I'm the Funkle. I'm the best. He's he's two years old. He's a 
Uh, this is, it was really hard not having his first conscious Christmas because he knows what Christmas is. Yeah. So it was like kind of hard having it virtually and not seeing him there. But my sister was telling us that he would always ask for Papa Santa, Papa Santa. And so my, my dad's name is Poppy for the, the mm. grandkids. So it's Papa Santa, Papa Santa. And it's like, no, he's not Santa. He, he is, but he's not Santa. No, he's like Papa Santa holding up the book. So my oh. grand, my dad could read it, read the story to him. And so like that just like broke everyone's heart. And like just that, I'm like, that's amazing. That's simply yeah. amazing that we can do that and pass that joy to our, our kids, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I've got a, I mean, you're a Funko, but <laughs> what would it be for an aunt if she's a fun aunt? Would it be fancy? <laughs> that could go wrong. Um, um, I don't know what would a fun aunt be. I don't know. I'm Fancy? also the god. Uh, auntie? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, that's a good question. I have to think about that. What would be the awesome aunt, the fun aunt, the... I know they're like stumped. Stumped for the the whole the whole podcast. I'm going to be thinking about this coming back to it and just like randomly shoot out like, what about this? Does this work? I yeah, don't know. I don't, yeah, everybody's thinking right now. Is it fancy? Is it font? With like that sounds really bad. Is it a font? No. No, I don't. Maybe know. it sounds better with an accent. A fonte. A <laughs> um, maybe I don't know. I don't know how many people we. Do. I may have just insulted there uh, with that oh, horrible geez. accent. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I love that we have this time capsule, like you said, and it, it can bring joyous memories. And you were saying how before the people who have ADHD or like perfectionists, they have a problem with putting things out. Like I had the biggest problem because I was so nervous that it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And how do you how did you get over that because like public speaking like first of all public speaking is a number one fear of nearly everybody in the world how do you get over it oh man <laughs> i'll never you know what i'll never forget my first time i told one of my friends i was going to do it and he gave me the best advice he said just be yourself so i went up there and i said this is what happened and this is why i'm here today and I'm just going to tell you, we're doing this together. Like, you know, I'm on this journey. We're all starting at the starting line. I'm not above you. I'm not, you know, years and years of professional. And it started there. And I think that took a lot of the weight off. And people afterwards came up to me and they hugged me and stuff and told me it was their first time hearing some of the stuff I said. And, uh, and I think that moment really just, it was profound for me. It made me realize well, as long as I look at it, like we're all starting from the same line, you know, no matter where somebody's at, because we don't know what happened before we got on this podcast, you know, mm-hmm. we don't know if somebody's going through a divorce on the side. We don't know what's really going on. Um, you know, like you said, you're talking to a bunch of uh, guests who have are talking about mindfulness and maybe some shift changes in their lives. And I think awareness, in fact, my first public speaking workshops were on awareness, and I'm such a big advocate of that because if you have awareness, you can think a little bit more like a, a larger perspective than yeah. just like, you know, a little the bit mac- more of a the, Yeah, I know. Uh, it, it's so true. Like it's, you're going from the macro to the micro. Like if right. you're, if you're not yes. only concentrating on this moment and you're just too focused here, you, you're mm-hmm. going to miss out all of all these big 
picture events that you're you're missing like I I don't I don't know how many I may have missed in the past like four years with me being so focused on like things that weren't important in my life right yeah so like and now I'm like looking back and like I'm like well I'm gonna have to get clients for my my business and then all of a sudden four clients just pop out of nowhere and I'm like this is odd this (laughs) happened (laughs) yeah it's it it, I don't don't know what else oh god um I think um you know and I'm just going to touch down on that a little bit more Mm -hmm. one of my big mantras is feel the fear and do it anyways I read a book by Susan Jeffers many many years ago probably about 10 years ago and it really just stuck with me for the last 10 years so anytime I'm like feeling fear I'm like feel the fear and do it anyways and I'm a big believer in retraining your brain. I'm like fascinated by the brain. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, some of the earliest books I've read were all about the brain and how it really determines where you're going to go in life. You know, especially if you look at people who've been through major physical injuries, it's the brain, their mindset that helps them get through it. Right. So the mind and brain is very, very powerful and can be retrained. So I would go to sleep, listen to subliminal, uh, YouTube videos, because at the time I wasn't doing podcasts, uh, subliminal hypnosis, you know, all the free ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I listen motivational videos every single morning. I'm not kidding. Like, I didn't care if I was sick. I was listening to them because I just wanted to train my brain. And you don't see it happening. But I'm telling you, when you start retraining your brain, one day you're like, I don't want to do this. And then your brain's like, listen here, you're doing it, you know? And it's like, whoa, whoa, where'd that come from? Cause you trained it, you know, you retrained it like a, like an animal, you're an animal. <laughs> you're a beast. No, it, it's true. You have to get, it's one little thing a day. Like you started with this one thing and I noticed it like looking back now, I, I see it more clearly, but I started with just opening my blinds in my apartment every morning. First thing I did like mm-hmm. during my, my burnout was like, I had the time off rested but every morning open the blinds just let the sunlight in doesn't matter how bad you're doing as long as the light's in we'll start with mm-hmm. that then the I like sec- that too the second week was okay you're making your bed eh, open the blinds make your bed and just like slowly and I, I had set the goal of two months two months I'll be at at least 50 percent I'll be able to go back and do the job and not be mm-hmm. completely killed you know and yeah yeah within, within two months I was far surpassed my goal because I had taking actionable things. I had set the goal and okay, what do I have to do small by small? And I've noticed that because I started that little positive mind frame by just every day and I reset myself. Like if I miss something or I have a bad day, I just reset the next day and I start back at the first simple thing, open the blinds. Mm. And I found that like, it, it helps you like every time you miss the step by just restarting, you jump forward even faster. You get back to where you, you stumbled even quicker. Yeah, Phil, well, what you just said, and I'm gonna point out, and a lot of people ask probably, I mean, I know they asked me and I'm sure they ask you and a lot of your guests, you know, how did you get there? What did you do? You nailed it just on the head. You said, I did this, you know, just that little small step simple step of opening right Mm -hmm. opening your blinds like that little step is I think a lot of people forget when none of us just got here by just jumping over one you know little bench we did a lot of bench jumping or whatever there there was a lot of obstacles in our way a lot of obstacles yeah and um I mean 
digitally wise or even entrepreneurship, you know, there's so, I think some people get overwhelmed with knowing somebody's story and they're so successful and they feel like, oh my God, I don't think I can get there. Right. Because there's, mm-hmm. they're looking at what they've already accomplished. And I, I like to break down things like break it all the way down and make people feel like, Hey, we are still at the same starting line. Cause my goal, my new goals now seem really big, yeah. you know, just like your goals seem really big right now. So, yeah, I have a big call that, um, every once in a while, this, this, this month, I get, I get like, it's only what 15 days into the, the month. And I get like anxiety from the mm-hmm. goal. And I'm like, it's fine. It's 10, 11 months away. Like relax, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it's like, Oh my God, will I make it? It's like, you have to take that moment and just like, you sometimes have to push it down. Cause it's like, yo, it's, it's, everything's going to work out. Look right, at everything. Right. It's like retraining your bra- brain. Yeah. Like you said, like small little things. And luckily previous guests, um, actually just before we recorded this one, he told me that his morning routine, his mindful morning routine that he gets up at three o'clock in the morning for, which still blows my mind because three o'clock in the morning is when I used to go mm-hmm. to bed Yeah. <laughs> when I was younger, yep. but he would get up, he would do <laughs> the mindful meditation, then watch uh, motivational, uh, no, he would do yoga. Mm-hmm. Then he would do uh, an hour of reading and then mindful, uh, then uh, motivational videos on YouTube. Then he would just sit and commune with nature. And he lives in Costa Rica. So he's very lucky. He gets to listen to the howler monkeys and that. But like, I love how like, it's very simple, Mm -hmm. but it opens him up for the day. He gets him ready in his engine racing for it. Do you have a morning routine that you do? Yeah. So this is actually funny. I'm going to mention this because I thought this was really important because this kind of hit me in the face this morning. So I do have a morning ritual I do, and it's very similar to your past guest. I get up really early. I used to go watch the sunrise. I have my tea. I do some dancing while I'm making tea. I often record videos about it. Uh, I do yoga. I do my, I, I'm really into weightlifting. So I do weights and I do yoga. Yoga is definitely a big part of it. Meditation, right? So one of the, one of what I usually go and speak about is protecting the throne. It's kind of what I coined a couple of years ago and it's big on my public speaking and also my yoga retreats. And it's all about nurturing the warrior within because everybody's claiming to have be a King or a queen, you know, so well, who does all the work, who slays the dragons, your warrior does. Right. And also because I'm, yeah, my culture is native and in Spanish. So I'm really in touch with my ancestral knowledge and, you know, I, I think about this because this morning, and we all have this, so mm-hmm. I'm just using my example for this morning. Uh, you know, my, my hormones were really off. You know, as a woman, 40 years old, you know, even younger, even men, we all have all right. hormones, right? All right. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they dictate, they dictate our day or our, our hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, something feels off. You're doing everything. You're doing the morning ritual. You're doing the meditations, the motivations. You're drinking all the healthy, holistic, whatever's <laughs> to help you boost your serotonin, dopamine, right? Yeah. You're just like, I'm ready to like kill somebody, right? And you're like, what the heck? And, you know, for women, sometimes it's PMS. We don't know. But, you know, I think that's where it comes with awareness. Like, okay, I could feel me just screaming within like something's off. 
and nothing, all my tools, I'm pulling out everything, nothing's working. This is why I teach protecting the throne because I had to unleash my warrior like, hey, sit down. I'm about to take care of this. You know, we're about to go in there. We're about to dig deep and we're about to go in and find the source of what's what, where this pain is, whether it's your hormones are off, whether it's something triggering you, something feels, you know, an emotional trigger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I had to go in and dig in. Right. Not feeling what's jamming the system. Right. So sometimes, you know, our rituals are really, really, really important, but when they're not working, you've got to have a backup plan. (laughs) You've got to have it because you don't want it to take over and destroy everything you're about to build for the day. So I do have more. The answer to that was yes, (laughs) but I also, um, I'm a big believer that, you know, um, spirit or whatever you want to call it. uh, For me, it's like spirit owns my warrior owns the throne, right. Is when it's calling for you to listen, there is no ritual or routine. It's sit down and listen to me right here, right now. You know? So I got that too. <laughs> that's, that's no, but that's really important because it does play into that. Like the hustle and like grind mentality. Sometimes no, the grind and the hustling, you need to take a step back. And I'm learning that too, because like sometimes I'll be pushing myself and then afterwards I'll take that one day off and I'll feel bad, but I know my body mm-hmm, needs mm-hmm. it. But then like, yeah, my mind starts going, well, yeah, but you could have done this, 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 and this, and this. Right, right, right. And it's, it's trying to regulate, like trying to create my empire, trying to create my kingdom, but yeah. also my warrior, like my yeah. worker has to take some time off, has to relax. Like, yes. Yes. They're doing all the, they're hustling and pushing you to make sure that you get your goals and reach your kingdoms and that. Yeah. But if you don't take care of that, that's where I think the double, uh, the burning the candle at both ends is because you can be your yeah. king and rule, but you also have to right. be that micro and be the person doing all your work. If you don't have, haven't hired yes. the person to do it. Yeah. Isn't that pretty crazy though, Phil? Like, listen, while I'm listening to you and I'm kind of aware of what I'm talking about, it trips me out. And this is why I'm such a big, like I'm fascinated by human development because <sighs> when you're talking about your kingdom and I'm talking about it too, and we're talking, we we're talking about ourselves. We're talking about like these multiple uh, workers or, or multiple doers or beings inside of us. Right. And it's so freaking weird and crazy and trippy. And then we're over here like, physically on the on the external world building these empires whether it's online or in person but then we got this whole world going on inside like get out of your way shoo you know and then it's like oh wait well you know what i mean it's like what the hell is going on here (laughs) it's it's different because i think it's so i had a a guest for season two Uh, so for people who don't know Helen actually is a lifesaver because she's going to be my the final uh, she's the final final guest I'm recording for season one while recording for season two because a season one guest fell out so she's a lifesaver so I'm always very happy when lifesavers come into my life I called it into existence but but some of my season two guests were talking about how there's a shift now from like male energy in the business world and in the world to a more feminine caring energy and more nurturing energy. And it's a, like a yin and a yang. You can't have one mm-hmm. without the other. And if you try and go too hard on the other, you'll lose out. And I think with like the eighties and the nineties and 
most of the 2000s, we got hit hard with a lot of, you know, like that strong, like men are powerful in this. And so we lost that creativity and we lost that in, inside of us. Well, m- women didn't lose it. Women always had it. They obviously, mm-hmm. you guys create life. So you always have that yin and the yang. You always have that, the man and the masculinity and the femininity. Whereas the men, unfortunately, we, it's, we have to nurture that. We have to learn to nurture yes. it. Mm-hmm. And I think we're a lot of people who have studied the Eastern philosophies, but also for in Canada, they're First Nations, but in the U.S., it's uh, Native Americans, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to make any <laughs> mistakes and insult anyone there, but, and you guys have this like Mother Earth, you know, and Eastern philosophies have that universal connectivity where mm-hmm. I feel that is very in line with the feminine energy uh, in business and that and building you need both of them like if you're working outside you need to build you need the tools but you also need these brains right you can't do one right. without the other and I think with when people start looking inside themselves and developing themselves human development it's taking both those energies that yin and the yang the femininity and the masculinity and building a better person yes yes I like that word that you chose to use to development like it's so important because like you and me both, and I can tell you may be similar in this way where we're very hard on ourselves, especially as entrepreneurs, we just, I mean, we're ecstatic, we're, we're building, we're a force to be reckoned with. We're, I mean, we're all about it, right? We're very fast paced. And because of that, we can be really hard on ourselves. Like you were saying, I, I can completely relate with that. And the feminine and masculine energy um, you know, if that's off balance too, of course, everything's going to be off balance. If your spirit feels like it's not, you know, one with you, of course, you're going to feel like you're living somebody else's life instead of your own. So there's, there's these things, there's signs like, you know, I was in a podcast yesterday and I was telling, um, Tammy, you know, there's signs that, you know, you see, you feel, you hear, and you can choose to pay attention to them or ignore them. Like this morning, I could have been like, no, no, sweep it under the rug. I'm going to be fine. Oh, I'm going to be fine. You know? And, <laughs> and then you come in and you don't have this great energy. And it's, it's, a, I've had right. podcasts where that, like, yeah. I didn't have that good energy. Like it was on me. My, the onus was on me. Cause I was like, yeah. I'm going to force my way through it. And that was the old mentality. Yeah. Right. It didn't suffer because luckily the guest was a very good guest and was able to bump the energy up, but it wasn't, I wasn't proud of it. It's not my greatest work. And so I'm going to be even more critical because I am a perfectionist, which (laughs) I hate being a perfectionist. It's Mm. the worst thing because we grew up like, what's the perfect answer to what's your greatest quality? Well, I'm a perfectionist Yeah, (laughs) where no one's perfect. Like nothing in life is perfect. And I think, right because we had that mentality, mainly for me, I, I, I'm guessing for you as well, of you have to be perfect. You need to be like straight A students, you know, while you're going through school and all that. And it, it screws you up for later in life because when you wanna be as creatives, because I think entrepreneurs are really creative people in their core, because right. they have to create a business or they have to take that risk. So being creative and being told you have to be perfect, that stifles the creativity because you're too scared to be bad at doing your mm-hmm. thing, like drawing or playing the guitar or creating mm-hmm. businesses. But I think now we get this cultural shift and mind, mind shift and knowledge shift because of the internet. I think we're seeing a, 
a lot more people being free to be creative because mm. before if you were creative you were a poor artist or a drunk writer or you were the get rich quick schemer but yeah <clears throat> but now with youtube you've got, you have kids as young as 20 you know making millions of dollars for sure and it's like or Joe Rogan, if you will, for podcasts, getting that <laughs> exclusive deal. And that's everybody's goal as a podcaster. I want to get the Spotify deal. I want to get with Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Rogan. You know. Joe Rogan. <laughs> and I think, like, thankfully, the internet is where it's at right now. And I think COVID kind of helped us. I think as yeah. bad as COVID was, because COVID was horrible, the social impact and the social growth, I think, is going to be great for the years to come. I think we're finally deciding to evolve from the caterpillar and we're in our cocoon right now. And soon we'll be yeah. butterfly. We're going to be flying in ships. Yeah. One spaceship <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do too. I hope it's in our lifetime that we can see how oh. that goes with everybody going to Mars. <laughs> Look, ever since Elon started with SpaceX, I'm like, okay. But now with the, the, the great, uh, shipping off into the International Space Station and more planned. I'm like, it's coming! Jensen's yeah. here I come! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm all about that too. I'm always like looking on Elon's stuff. I'm like, what did he say now? What did he say? He's such a cool character. I mean, yeah, you mentioned Joe Rogan. I've seen all of, I'm such a JRE fan. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I get it. I, I, I just, I can't wait to see what's coming and the new world that's being created by creative people like yourself and Mm -hmm. somewhat like me but more than yourself because you've been in the game longer and you've been changing the game even more so you're you're ahead but like you said we're all starting at the same starting spot yeah yeah we we are and I think too sometimes I feel like there's a lot of people like me who get caught up on what other people are doing and you know a lot of stuff that I try to help people on are things that I've battled through myself and gotten through. So I know what that's like. Um, there's nothing I don't do. Like practice what you preach is big for me. You know, do what you say you're going to do is big for me. Um, don't just talk about, be about it. It's really huge. So that in itself is like, you know, you're talking about that mind shift of, or that perfect, everybody feeling like they had to be perfect, straight A student. I mean, I was that girl, but I also was, if you swing too much, you know, the opposite way, it's like, there's this idea of like, I got to be the baddest bitch and oops, I don't know. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. No okay. worry. I don't know. You know, so it's always like, you know, I'm going to be the baddest bitch in the room. So then there's like a lot more that it swings like boom, you know, so there's this perfect idea of a rebel. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's, and I realized I played both parts and I'm like, God, I, you know, neither one feels like it's really me. And I, when I say really me, I think it's more like spirit talking because ultimately like peace is, the most amazing feeling happiness is the most amazing feeling being in really good uh laughter smiles good feelings around people you love you know that's ultimately like the best feeling in the world sex on top of that but you know it's just <laughs> look, it's look like, it's, it's sex no matter yeah. how bad it is it's still good <laughs> sex like <laughs> it's true it's I like guess if pizza. you're having it versus not having it <laughs> exactly like go a year without it after going like a year with it tell me which year is better for you <laughs> Jeez, that's a great question god i don't know about i can that. answer I mean, that god, i can tell you <laughs> having a year with sex versus a year without sex <laughs> with sex is way better Ooh. 
okay i guess so i get yeah it's like cold pizza like if you eat pizza you know like hot pizza cold pizza well for a white (laughs) irishman it's perfect it's fine it's great (laughs) just shove it in my mouth (laughs) in your mouth (laughs) so i get dirty we'll we'll, we'll just continue with that and hopefully don't get banned by any fcc (laughs) bleep this whole section um no but it's as you were saying like if you're happy like when you you reached out to me and we started talking like oh, honestly you were my best friend because you used the hockey kid meme and like right there I was like <laughs> I know 100 like, percent that this conversation when we talk will be friggin amazing it will be off the chains I don't even know what we're going to talk about and it has been amazing I am truly honored to have you on the podcast so I'm going to give you oh oh she busts out the dab as well I'm not going to try the dab because I look really ridiculous trying it. I did it once. It Apparently the kids think it's like way past, way back in the day now. <laughs> it was like three years ago. I know. Time moves fast. I'm telling you. I'm like, uh, I just got it down. Come on. Yeah, yeah. No, no, my, that's grandma's doing that now. Like we ain't doing that no more. Yeah. <laughs> what about the doogie? Do we do the doogie? No, we're not doing that anymore. No, <laughs> Jesus. Or the doogie. I don't know. Um, as I was saying, I'm going to give you uh, five minutes. You're going to be able to talk about whatever you want, uh, any courses you have. It's it's all your time as a thank you for one, being a guest in the podcast and also being like a lifesaver so that I, I have a full season and not picking from season two. <laughs> so give me one okay. second. Let me hide myself. Let's get this over here. Done. <laughs> Boom. All right. It's all yours. All right. Well, I just want to say thank you for everybody who listens to Phil's show. Um, He's an amazing podcaster. I can already tell his energy is so dynamic. So gratitude out for all of you who open your ears and your hearts to that. Uh, Also, I have a sexy uh, self-love virtual online uh, workshop going on in February 12th. Go check it out. You can find it on hell of a journey with one L sexyfreedom.com or my Instagram sexy freedom media. Uh, you know, reach out anytime, email us. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to all of you podcasters, all of you digital entrepreneurs, everybody out there trying to change the world for some good. You know, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If there's kids out there that are suffering, they're being abused. There's people out there depressed that just means there's still not enough of us. We still need to lift each other up. There is no competition. We need to band together and keep promoting each other because we need to be become better adults for the kids out there. They're, they need us. Thank you, Phil. Jesus, best finished clothes ever. I've, I, I don't even know how to follow up with that. That's... <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm, I'm glad one, first of all, I'm glad this is the penultimate for season one because you're leaving it on such a great message and the, the final episode is just as amazing and filled with value, but you brought a, a, a mission to people, like help. Like that's the, I think that's what everybody should be doing. We should be helping, use your tools to help others, lift others up like you said. And I can't thank you enough for giving that message to my listeners and to future listeners as well. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, man. <laughs> You're uh, awesome. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you for those, that kind, the kindness. I just try and reflect the awesomeness I receive. So in essence, you're just as awesome as I am. 
And I want to thank you again for being on the podcast, Helen. Um, and to the listeners, Ashley says thank you. And make sure you invest in yourself. Guys, I had so much fun. And it was such an amazing time speaking with Helen about her journey, about the different challenges she's faced She's just been so inspiring. And I've been following her on social media and on Facebook, and she's really inspiring me to be a better person. So um, the only thing I can really tell you guys is I really suggest you listen to her podcast because it's amazing, and you'll get so much from it, guys. So it's a, it's a great investment in yourself. And so that's what I'm asking you to do. That's today's call to action is to check out her social media. Have a great day, guys.